Hi everyone, I'm Maureen Borsi, and thank you for joining for me for this week's Friday 15, which happens every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time, where we answer your interesting questions. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe and like our channel. Don't forget also that Host Week is coming up the week of January 23rd to the 29th, which we will have tons of great keynote speakers. We will have suppliers, host agencies, and some interactive think tanks um, there. So, so much great information. So please make sure to join us that week. So our first question comes from Rhonda. I have booked an under deposit with my existing host agency. My contract with her is up in January, which I am not going to renew with this host agency. I plan on joining a new one. What legal right do I have to my, to my commissions since I will not renew my contract with her? Is she obligated to pay commissions once they have paid her? Thank you for your response. So Rhonda, thanks so much for the question. And you know, I really appreciate the fact that you're wanting to know what happens that you know you're leaving your current host and what happens to your commissions. So I'm sorry that it did not work out with your current host, um, but hopefully going forward, you will find a host agency that is a much better fit for you. So first and foremost, make sure to pull out your contract, read it and review it thoroughly. Make sure you understand the terms and the conditions of the contract. And this is where you should find information on commissions if you are to leave your current host. Specifically, look for anything in the contract regarding whether the IC gets paid after leaving for revenue received by the host after you left. Also, when would you get paid for the booking? So note, the booking will stay with your current host, but, you know, depending on your relationship with the host, sometimes, you know, host agencies are willing if you ask them to release the booking and the new host agency is certainly... Um, more than happy to accept the booking, but depending on the relationship and, you know, how you guys kind of part ways, um, you can determine if that's a path you want to follow because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to hurt to ask if you can take the booking with you. And then if, you know, if your current host decides, yes, you can take it with you, um, just make sure you follow up with whatever supplier you did book with and find out if they have any kind of requirement on their end. So some might need like a release letter from the the um, old host agencies, as well as a um, acceptance letter from the new host agency. So kind of keep that in mind for you as well. So I'm going to go ahead and put a link into the comments about host agency commissions, which really this article is more about what do I do if a host agency is not paying commissions? But there's really some good information in there that I think would be helpful. So go ahead and take a look at that when you get a chance. Then, you know, I know you're in the process of looking for a new host. And based on your past experience with your host, I would guess that you have a really good idea of what you are wanting to have from your new host going forward. So here are just some tips of things to consider when signing on with your new your new host agency. So first off, make sure to take a look at, we do have a travel advisor contract that um, it will be embedded in the link that we'll be putting in the comments. So make sure to take a look at that and just kind of get an idea of the type of things that should be within the contract. Um, certainly, you're going to want to know the terms of the agreement. How much notice do you or the host need 
to give to be terminated, you know, with the contract? What is the commission payout structure, you know, commission payment plan upon the contract being terminated? Um, you know, and I don't know if this is really going to be your scenario, but certainly take a look at if it happens that you kind of have to stay with your old host while joining a new host so that you are dual affiliated um, in order to get your commissions from your first host. Um, just making sure that your your old and your new contract, make sure to see if there's anything that you need to disclose about <clears throat> being dual affiliated. Because there might be, you know, some restrictions. So just make sure you take a look at that. And then in your contract, is it required for you to have your own E&O insurance? And if so, how much is it? And find out if it's if they provide it and how much are you covered for? So and then also terms of the contract, other things to look for is the seller of travel compliance. Are there any SOT or state regulations you must follow and then state of jurisdiction, which state has jurisdiction over any controversies if anything was to arise with the contract. So I'm going to go ahead and put a link into the comments on independent travel agency contracts and make sure you take a look at that article. And this should help you out going forward with your new host agency as well as things to look for in your contract um, when you are signing up with your new host. And also, I just wanted to recommend. Um, to you to tune into host week the week of January 23rd to the 29th as we actually will be having a travel industry lawyer Thomas Carpenter um, he is going to be doing a think tank on January 26th at 2:50 p.m. plus an interactive follow-up think tank on February 4th where he's going to be answering answering your industry um, questions. So this would be a really great opportunity for you to pose your question about your commissions and your contract to him. And, you know, he's going to give you some really great insight as to, it's really going to be about what's in your contract, but he's going to give you some great insight. So if you get an opportunity, please make sure to tune in because I think this just timing wise, this is perfect um, for the question that you actually asked us. So um, best of luck to you, Rhonda. And if you have any other questions, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to answer them. So our next question comes from Anonymous. I just finished up my ASTA education and wanted to use it for travel discounts, but found out that I needed a, a CLIA number to book. Can you tell me what a CLIA number is and how do I get one? So first, thanks so much for taking the steps to becoming a travel advisor and completing the ASTA advisor certification. So in order to book travel and to receive discounts on travel, you will need to establish, establish yourself as a travel agency or work for an agency. Being that you are new to the industry, here's where I would suggest to start. First off, go to Host Agency Reviews website and take our seven-day setup program. It is a free program to you that walks you through all the steps that you need to know to get your agency going. So it's going to go over topics like travel business structures and financials, how to register your agency in your state, choosing an agency name, choosing a niche that you want to specialize in, and then most importantly, choosing a host agency. So choosing a host agency is really very important, especially starting out 
So you kind of want to make sure you know what you want from a host agency. So really training for a brand new advisor, very important, you know, commission splits, um, what kind of commission structure do they have? What kind of fees are in, involved? Is there any kind of volume that you have to hit every year to uh, be part of that host agency? Those are just some of the things to kind of take into consideration. Um, so I want to put into a uh, link into the article for you or into the comments for you on our seven day setup program. And real quick, I just wanted to show you on our website where you would go in order to find our seven day setup program. So when you go to our homepage, just go ahead and click on resources and you can go ahead and do two things. You can do seven day setup challenge. And all you do is fill out the information on the right hand side here and click start the challenge and that will get you going. Or you can also go to start here. And then this kind of just gives you an overview for new agents. It just talks about travel agent basics, the setup program, you know, a video on how to find the perfect host agency. So make sure when you have a moment to go ahead and take a look at that information. And then also, I just wanted to show you too, if you go over to list and click on host agencies, um, this is going to be the complete list of all the host agencies we have on our website. So when you have them, just go ahead and scroll through here because there are so many different host agencies for you to choose from, from small to large host agencies. And you can just click on them. You can see the different reviews they've had. You can go directly to their website. Um, so it gives you a lot of really good information and a starting point for you as well. So um, real quick, let's go back here. Okay. So next, um, let's see here. So next, you know, I know I had mentioned that choosing a host agency is really important as well. So I want to make sure that I put a link into the comments on how to go about choosing a host agency and the best tips and the tips for choosing the best host, host agency for you as well. So finally, I know you had been asking about what is a CLIA number. So really a CLIA number is a way for vendors to identify you as a seller of travel. So CLIA is the Cruise Line Institute, um, or sorry, Cruise Line International Association. So if you are wanting to specialize in, you know, cruises, river cruises, CLIA is really a great place to start. Um, they have fabulous training programs there. So um, I would take a look at, you know, if you join, a first off, if you join a host agency, you will get the benefit of you being able to use their CLIA accreditation number so that you do not have to have your own. But, you know, it's important to know that if you want, if you're new to CLIA, which you are, and want a CLIA number, there's really one option for you, and that's the travel agency membership. So like I mentioned, if you're under an umbrella organization such as a host agency or a storefront um, travel agency with employees, this is kind of your entry point into CLIA. Um, and, you know, like I mentioned, one benefit of joining a host is actually being able to use their CLIA uh, accreditation number. So if you get a CLIA individual agent membership, just remember that it's not a booking credential and you must be affiliated with a host or an agency to actually be able to get one of those. Um, but, you know, there, there are ways for you to get a CLIA number as you move forward. But starting out, 
be utilize your host agencies. And as you kind of grow within your agency um, and you get a better understanding of the industry, move forward with trying to get your own uh, CLIA number as well. And that's going to help you if you choose to go off on your own. Um, but you want know to take full advantage of what your host agency has to offer. Um, things like the accreditation numbers, whether it's a CLIA or an IATA or an ARC number, these are all things that um, you can take advantage of being under a host agency. So, and then, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put a link into the comment for CLIA's website. So when you get a chance, go ahead and take a look at all that they have to offer. Um, it's really a great organization and a really great way to get started in the industry as well is, you know, cruises are one of the ones that most agents do start off with in selling. So maybe take a look at that if you have not determined your niche. Maybe that is something that would interest you um, and kind of starting point going forward for the industry as well. And then also, I want to make sure I put a link into the comments on what is a CLIA number versus an IATA number so that you have that. And that's kind of a good reference point, point for you as well, just kind of trying to determine do I need one? And if I do, um, how do I go about getting one? So, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And like I mentioned, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We're more than happy to answer them for you. So thank you for joining us today. And don't forget to join us for Host Week, um, January 29th, 23rd through the 29th. Um, otherwise, we will see you next week at 12 p.m. Central Time on Friday. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to us at hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday 15. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a great weekend. Bye.